Hi everybody, this is Kevin Smith and Brian Belter. We'd like to welcome you back to our conversational devotion over the book of Exodus. Uh, we left off with the Israelites crossing through the Red Sea, and today we'll be picking up right from there in Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 through 21. Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host he cast into the sea, and his chosen officers were sunk in the Red Sea. The floods covered them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow your adversaries. You send out your fury. It consumes them like stubble. At the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The floods stood up in a heap. The deeps congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake. I will divide the spoil, my desire shall have its fill of them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. You have led in your steadfast love the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. The peoples have heard, they tremble. Pangs have seized the inhabitants of Philistia. Now are the chiefs of Edom dismayed. Trembling seizes the leaders of Moab. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terror and dread fall upon them. Because of the greatness of your arm, they are still as a stone, till your people, O Lord, pass by, till the people pass by whom you have purchased. You will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain, the place, O Lord, which you have made for your abode, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. For when the horses of Pharaoh with his chariots and his horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the people of Israel walked on dry land in the midst of the sea. Then Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a tambourine in her hand. And all the women went out after her with tambourines and dancing, and Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed graciously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. Well, and there we have uh, chapter 15. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, where we kind of get a amazing recap of what's just occurred for the Israelites in the form of a, a song of Moses. Did you remember... The song of Moses before we went into this? No, I, I, no, I did not. I didn't remember uh, 
any scene from the Ten Commandments movie of Charlton Heston uh, <laughs> dance, singing and dancing on the seashore. Um, I don't recall that at all. So, again, most of my Exodus knowledge previous to this came from, what do I remember from Sunday school, and what do I remember from that movie that we watch every Easter? And you certainly don't see the Song of Moses as one of your scripture readings in church. No. I mean, it's... It's just one of those really kind of interesting and neat little parts of the Bible that you really only get if you do something like this, where you do like a deep dive. Where you make yourself read every chapter of a book of the Bible. Right. Because uh, this is, I mean, again, it seems like it's something that kind of gets skipped over, and I can understand why a little bit. Because well, it's it, just, it's a song, it's a recap of it is. Just kinda, what we already know happened. Yep, he's just singing about what, uh, what we just read, but isn't that what we kind of are taught to do and what we do in our worship, uh, you know, every Sunday. We we sing about and we pray about, you know, things that, that God has already done and things the, about who God is and what is to come. And we, we sing scripture, you know, it's already written, but yet we, we sing our hymns about that. We say our prayers about that. And this is, I mean, you, you mentioned to me off the mic when we were kind of having our little powwow about, yeah, this seems like it's uh, the first recorded hymn of praise. I mean... I, mean, I don't recall any big elaborate uh, hymn or song from the book of Genesis. No, I mean, it's not one we sing today or anything like that. Uh, I'm sure we have hymns speaking of God's power and might uh, helping out in Exodus and everything like that, leading his people out. But it's, I mean, this is just Moses and his people having a celebration at their hard-fought freedom. I mean, at this point in time, like I mentioned on the last episode, like this is a definitive exclamation point on you are free. Yep. The Egyptians are gone. They're wiped out. And this is a celebration. And what a powerful image uh, to conjure up. M Miriam and the women, like, you know, like kind of like almost this w warrior woman image as they come to the shore that's probably still boiling and rumbling from the destruction of the Egyptians, and they're just, they've got their tambourines going, and they're singing at the top of their voices, recounting the Song of Moses. I mean, it's just, it's a cool image. Yeah, there's another thing uh, that I did not remember from the story of Exodus, was this, this short little Song of Miriam that we have at the end of chapter 15, but the, the imagery that they kind of put there that Miriam, the sister of both Aaron and, and Moses here, uh, get going up with tambourines in their hands and they're, all the women are dancing at the edge of the, of the sea, praising God and, and celebrating just as this, uh, almost kind of horrific scene I imagine just occurred to watch these Egyptians plunged into the, the Red Sea. But yet they take this time to, to thank God and to celebrate his, his glory and his power. Yeah, I mean, it's it's horrific, but it's a vanquished foe. Yes. Uh, one that would have been at their backs, possibly, for their entire journey through their exodus uh, into the land of milk and honey. Like, this constant concern of the Egyptians. Like, I mean, I know I brought it up yesterday, but this concern of the Egyptians is gone now. Yeah, like, what a one, wait. at least one threat. One yeah, threat's I gone. Mean, I mean, they they certainly faced more trials and tribulations, many of them self-imposed, going forward uh, in the book of Exodus. But, like, at that point in time, they had to just feel this great weight lifted off. Like, we are our own people now. We are no longer beholden to the Egyptians. And what power do they hold over us? 
none. God has seen to that. And, uh, I mean, how many times during the special seasons of the year, you know, we're coming up on, on Easter here in a few weeks, and how many times even just during that, that one service of Easter do we say, Hallelujah, He is risen, He, he is, is risen, risen indeed. indeed. And we repeat that over and over again because the foe is vanquished. Yeah. That, I mean, and that's what the the Israelites are celebrating here. The The Egyptian foe is vanquished. The power of God is present with them. And they're, you know, about to start their their new journey forward into their own, becoming their own people and finding their own land. I mean, that's an interesting parallel, I think, you know, to, you know, we celebrate when yeah. when God shows us his, his mercy and, and might. What a beautiful measure of peace that was brought to them in that instant. And to celebrate in song and dance, we still do that to this day. Mm-hmm. We, we sing our glories to the Lord, and it's one of my favorite things about church. One of my... Uh... One of my professors that I had in my quest to earn a Christian ministries degree. Now, granted, this man was a Methodist, so you know, let's take it with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> no, but he was a, he was a great a great man of God. Uh, he would always tell us that a hymn uh, when we when we sang to God, we were either singing to God about who He is, or we were singing to God about what He has done. And I I I, I always took that, and I said that I, I never thought of it like that. But then I started looking at every hymn I've ever sang, and that's exactly correct. And we see that perfectly illustrated here with the Song of Moses. He's he's telling the deeds of the of the Almighty Lord, and he's also telling about how glorious and merciful and wonderful that God actually is. So I, I just kind of wanted to bring that up because I find that when I keep that in my heart and my mind, when I try to remember that, when I sing a song, when I sing a hymn, it, it makes it more poignant and sticks more with me yeah. when I think about You see about both that. of those traits in this song yes, as well. Yes. Uh, it almost, it could almost be said that this is a template for hymns going forward. It is. I mean, I don't see any uh, I, what did you rhymes say? or harmonious things. Well, but <laughs> Well, it's written in a different language. Oh, yeah, Hebrew. That's, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, you mentioned off mic, uh, and i got to give you credit for this one. Like, throughout this song, Moses doesn't mention himself. He doesn't oh, yeah, mention man. Aaron. Uh, he doesn't mention anything that the that the Israelites did to get themselves where they were. It's it's purely God focused. The word like, Lord and the word you are used over and over and over just to emphasize that the Lord's the one that did this. He's the one that has vanquished the foe. He is the one that will deliver us. He is the one that will protect us. It's uh, properly saying as I would expect from a man of of Moses like the you know. Yeah, he definitely he made certain to be humble and uh, he didn't he did none of this on his own i mean mm-hmm. it's all the power through the lord like he didn't split the red sea i feel like i do feel like though that moses gets in trouble going forward he may if yeah. i recall that moses uses a little bit of god's own power without seeking god's either assistance or yeah sometimes he takes some liberties yeah you know, and god... i think he actually got checked yeah, um, I'm pretty sure Moses gets put in his place uh, a little bit further down the line here. Wait, but Kevin, that's a great teaser. That uh, it certainly we're going to get in, in this point. His head's in the right place. Yeah, he's got it right here. So yeah, I think this is uh, just an amazing chapter that sometimes we do skip over. That that gives us this template of an amazing song and and telling about the wonders and glories that the Israelites have just experienced with their with their Lord. And I'm not going to lie, I had a lot of fun reading it. Yeah, you sounded good too. <laughs> well, thank you, Brian. I certainly appreciate that accolade. I think that kind of 
wraps us up for the day. Yeah, I think we're. I think we. I think we did it justice. So we do want to mention that uh, it is the Lenten season. So how many Wednesdays do we have left there, Brian? Thanks for putting me on the spot, Kevin. Uh, we just finished our uh, second Lenten service after Ash Wednesday, so we've got uh, another three Lenten services plus uh, Holy Week coming up. So I hope you will join us on those if you can make it out. Uh, we have two services on our Lenten Wednesdays. We have an 11 o'clock service, and we have one at 7 p.m. And as always, come and join us at uh, 545 prior to that 7 o'clock service for a nice meal and some fellowship. And then... If you aren't able to make it to our Wednesday services, or even if you are, we're still holding our weekend services as well, as our usual times of 5 o'clock on Saturdays. And then also every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. we have service with an hour-long Bible study and Sunday school from 9.15 to 10.15. Before we go about our day today, I would ask you all to join us in a word of prayer. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, we come to you again with thanksgiving. Uh, thank you for bringing Kevin and I together to, to share your word and, and spread our faith uh, through these airwaves. And, and hopefully everyone involved and everyone listening is, is feeling that, that same glorious feeling that Moses expresses in his song of praise that we found here in Exodus. Uh, how wonderful it is that we can see from your servant Moses uh, how we can lift our voices to you to sing your praises and help to remind us that that daily even even if it's nothing as spectacular as as wiping the egyptians out from the red sea you know the small things in our life that we see your handiwork and that we do sing your praises as you lead us and guide us through our lives lord again we thank you and we pray all these things in your name amen and thank you for joining us today and just a reminder all scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless.